Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast of Word First Ministries. Tune in each week and join us as we pursue God's command to make disciples of all nations. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast brought to you by Word First Ministries. I am your host, Jacob O'Neill. And as always, I'm joined by my friends, Cameron and Bailey. Hey, yo. Bailey, pray us in. Of course. God Almighty, thank you um, just for the work that you allow us to take part in. Um, thank you that you make work for us and for um, our particular crew that you sent us across the entire world um, to take up work. Um, so Lord, I thank you that you give us things to do that have meaning and purpose in life. And um, yeah, thank you just that with this work that you've given to us, that we have a whole family of missionaries along with us who are um, working at this mission um, in prayer and in financial support and in all the ways that um, the rest of our team helps. Um, Lord, we love you. We thank you for our team. And we just pray that um, today we would get to be more on the same page from our conversation. So Lord, we love you. We dedicate this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how are you guys feeling? Are you guys rested after our week <laughs> off of <laughs> half of our team got struck with the plague? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, that was yeah. rough. It was like, Alan's sick. Okay, we're going to be able to make handle. I don't know. That's a lot of work for us to handle without Alan. Okay, we, just, let's do it. And then like a half an hour later, you're like, I'm dead. I'm dying. Mm, we yeah. all got sick like the day before <laughs> we were yeah. going to come record. And uh, yeah, that was fun. I remember being like dead in bed with a fever. It's mm. pretty bad. Uh, Alan got COVID, mm. which was pretty insane. Or so he says. Mm. That's true. Can he he really it. He's Could been faking it. it. I bet he's really happy yeah, okay. he got that vaccine now. <laughs> Especially <laughs> after the fact. Yeah. It's um, funny too, just because um, normally like we all get sick at the same time anyways, yeah. but we've managed to dodge it with the podcast somehow. Yeah, like I, I that's have no right. idea how, but we've been able to put out a podcast episode even with us getting sick. The podcast has the never time. been affected by sickness, yeah. only mm-hmm. by careful planning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it has never been affected by sickness. Mm. I've been, I remember uh, there's, a cu- there's a handful of episodes, this is when we were recording at your mm-hmm. house, where I was as sick as a dog and just mm. did it anyways. Like I'm clogged. <laughs> Someone in the comments, either on Facebook or in on YouTube, was like, oh, you can tell that Jake is sick, but next week Jacob's sick again. Like, yeah. what's, <laughs> is he all right? Yeah. Um, but yes, so. <laughs> so far. So yeah, yeah. So we've never yeah. cut it off during sickness. Mm. Satan got to us this week. and What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he has not prevailed. Okay. We awesome. are back. This yeah, is our return. That's going to be the name of this episode, The Return of Word the return First of Radio. Return of Word First Radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You can't keep us in the grave. <laughs> That's a <The right>. resurrection. <laughs> not today, Satan. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, well not, we can't call it that. <laughs> Come on, this is quality content. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead. We want to continue. Uh, we've got a lot more stuff to talk about from our visit to California. We kind of last week, no, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, spent most of our time talking about uh, what it meant to us personally, getting that relax, you know, relaxation time with our families, seeing how our friends are doing, getting uh, involved in some of the ministries over there and seeing how they're thriving. And that was awesome and super restful. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about you uh, real quick. We're going to talk about this for a couple minutes, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a gender reveal. Mm-hmm. At, uh, we, let's repeat that announcement. <laughs> I had a Bailey had yeah. a gender reveal. Bailey revealed his gender. What does um, still a man? That's right. Well, speaking of a man, it sounds like oh, one's yeah. on the way. You had a gender reveal. <laughs> yeah, I got a little man. Uh, yeah, it was um, it was exciting, um, and it was funny because so I, me and my mom were rooting hardcore for a girl. Yeah, because um, my mom, if you don't know. Uh, she has five boys because she was trying the whole time for a girl. Um, and yeah, they stopped at five, uh, basically out of necessity because it just got too crazy at that point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we both really, really wanted a girl. Um, I wanted a girl just cause we play with cams girls all the time here. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I know that girls are the cutest thing in the world. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, so, uh, we wanted a girl. Grace, I think, wanted a boy. Um, but like the moment it happened and the way it was announced too it was mm-hmm. like the coolest thing. 
Um, yeah, can you explain that? Because yeah. I was, <laughs> I watched the <laughs> video like three times, and I'm like so confused at like yeah. what this gender reveal My is. My brother, I think, should become like a professional gender reveal party host or something. <laughs> yeah, because he came up with the idea, and he has like for all the next babies, he already has ideas for their gender reveals. Um, but basically, he, he can do ours. He wrestled with uh, Michael mm. in a blue onesie and a pink onesie, mm-hmm. and. Um, the person who won the wrestling match was going to be the gender of the baby. Yeah. And he won by throwing Michael into a pool and drowning him in his pink onesie. <laughs> and it was glorious. Oh my gosh. There's like a picture of Michael, uh, like Nirvana-ing, like out <laughs> in the pool. Like totally looks like that cover. Um, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, and since then, I'm just like, first I was really scared. Like, I think I told you guys at one point on the podcast, I'm over the fear. Now I just have the excitement mm-hmm. for the baby. And then I found out it was a boy. And I was like, because <laughs> like, now I'm like, okay, well, I actually have to make this guy like a good, respectable man who can, you know, lead a household and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a girl, I was just like, I just have to, like, she needs to know Jesus, <laughs> yeah. and then that's it. Like, yeah. she can enjoy the rest of her See, life. See, with a girl, that just happens on its own. Yeah. You know, the guy, I got to do but it. With, with a guy, like... The initial feeling was like, I have to make a spiritual, like I got to make the next Paul, mm, you know, uh, is kind of the feeling that I had. And I've like cooled down from yeah, that. Yeah, good. Don't then. make that your goal. <laughs> but but it's still kind of my goal. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I don't even know what to say. You're going to have help, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know from who. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, from Uncle Jake. You'll figure, no, they, I can't make him the next Paul. <laughs> you, already, yeah, you already told me the kind of uncle you're going to be. I am so excited. Yeah. I, so I'm pretty, because there's, it's something I'm excited for, you know, when I'm also ready, you know, when me and Motown eventually decide, you know, when we want to have kids, but like with mm. a baby that's like coming, like mm. in a couple months, right? Yeah. Like I'm so excited to, figure out what kind of person he becomes. I'm excited to talk about theological questions with him. Cause I know if, if he's anything like you, right. I know that I'm mm. going to get the kind of questions I asked my uncle as a kid, mm. right? Like what's hell like, like why is, you know, the problem of evil? Like, well, if God knows everything, what about blah, 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 right. Whatever questions that, you know, seven year olds ask. Mm. Um, and so I'm just excited. I don't know why I feel I, I'm just excited to pour into him to help him become mm. the man that God wants him to be. And I'm excited. Yeah, man, you have nothing. You just, you take a, take a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, mean, I don't know well, why. I'll turn I, him yeah. into Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, I won't be able to turn him into Paul, but I'm, I'm excited to be an uncle to your kid, mm-hmm. man. And so I, I like it. Yeah. Weird. And I know you're excited to take him to candy shops and get him whatever he wants and then to drop him off at my place. Mm. That's right. I told Cam that this <laughs> that morning. I'm just going to fill your kids with sugar mm. and then send them back because yeah. that's great. And then you get to do the same. I'm okay with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll get you back. That's right. <laughs> this is good. What we're doing right now is we're dreaming about being uncles, dads, mm. you know, dads and stuff, and we're staring into each other's eyes all. Like, <laughs> like, are you dreaming about that? I'm are not crying yet. <laughs> I will be. Let's uh, get off that. Let's stop talking about your kid. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk yeah. about uh, while we were in California. It was funny. Once a, uh, once upon a time ago, we had your dad here in yeah. this very studio with yeah. our metal pole um, talking about <laughs> some of the things that he heard on a weekly basis mm. from church yeah. about how are the word, for, how are they doing? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. the word first team doing? All these different questions about like, you know, when are they coming home? What are they doing to accomplish the mission? All that kind of stuff. Mm. What's interesting is that now we had that opportunity right. visiting yeah, California. Yeah. We got to actually visit our church on a Sunday at Rise, Celebrate Recovery, at Youth Group, mm. talking to lots of people and hearing all these different questions about, you know, we're going to get into that right now. So I'm going to put it in your lap first. What are, uh, there's a bunch of questions. I got about mm. five of them written down right here. But let's just throw like maybe a couple of them on the table for us to unpack. What are some of the questions that you, Bailey, got about our mission while you were in California? Mm. Um, I'll say the. So the first one with everyone was always just the basic. So uh, what's it what's it like over there? <laughs> um, and then my response to that was like the first few times I tried to sum up like Norwegian living in <laughs> a couple sentences. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, it's cold. Yeah, <laughs> but then I, yeah, like I just realized like I can only give you know those small little details that we were giving even before yeah. um, we moved like because we'd visited here before. Um, 
So ultimately, I ended up just telling people, come visit us. Yeah. Like, don't, it, anytime you're, you have the itch to ask that question, like, oh, what's it like over there? Mm-hmm. I wonder how they're doing in Norway. What's it like? What's different there? Like, the answer is tune into the <laughs> podcast or uh, text us, call us, mm-hmm. um, or come visit us and yeah. sleep on Cam's couch. Rent free. <laughs> there, you're welcome. That's right. <laughs> Cam will personally hold your hand and escort you all over Oslo. <laughs> or Alan. Show you all of, and Alan will do it. Alan knows all the best spots. Motown is also getting mm-hmm. pretty savvy streetwise yeah. and with all the tourist spots. I was yes. going to say, like, Alan, we've had... Is it two or three guests so far? I don't know. We just keep giving them to Alan. Yeah. He keeps killing it. And even though he has the smallest place, like <laughs> we give him the air mattress and yeah. then the guests sleep with him. Oh, that's yeah. right. Well, I think the yes. first time he slept on the floor. So mm-hmm. Alan takes it for the team. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you want Alan to sleep on the floor, then come visit <laughs> no, us. No, no, there's an air mattress now. There's an air mattress. Involved. On the air mattress. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So first question was always just, what's it like there? And answer to that, like, just come see. Or mm-hmm. hear us talk about it um, from our own mouths, like as we're here. Um, but just basically, you can't like. Yeah, that's there's a, no yeah. point in even trying to sum it up. Yeah, I can only that's tell such a you the big fun. question. Yeah, sure. But that's of course what people want to know. Yeah, <laughs> how are you doing? What's it like? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, I think one of the one of the, let's just kind of latch onto one of those for like um, yeah. at least like topic of conversation. There is something kind of profound, I guess, now to like think about. How are you guys doing? We haven't really talked about that in a while. Uh, we haven't mm-hmm. really talked about our lives here, uh, like personally, like at home, how our household's doing, like a little bit here and there, but like mm-hmm. just overall, kind of looking back, it's coming up. Like we've been here for a while now, mm-hmm. like living here away from California. Yeah. Um, I told, told Motown the other day, I realized that you guys have lived in Norway longer than you had your own apartment in the United States. Almost. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, like in a, in a couple of weeks, yeah, yes. Yeah. Which mm. was, that's insane. Is that? Mm. I think that's true for both of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, okay, that's insane. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, You've been married living in Norway longer than you were married and living in California. Mm. Yeah. And that's really interesting. I, I would have never thought that uh, that's where I'd be at 25, but, but, let, but let's just put that on the table. Like, just overall... Cam, I'll go to you first. Oh, good. And I know this is the worst question to just ask by putting someone on the spot. That's, <laughs> that's all right. What's it I'm like in it Norway? <laughs> so, so how, two sentences. Go. Yeah. How are we doing, just generally? Do you want me to sort of answer my perspective on us in the ministry? Us, the in, the ministry, mean, us in the ministry, you and your family, like uh, yeah, you so, and uh, IMB, like whatever, whatever. You can go oh, as deep right. or as shallow as you want, my hey, friend. Hey, Cameron, how? <laughs> <laughs> go. Um, I think really well. So, so being here, of course, is not without its challenges, and some of them are significant challenges. But I think um, we're doing better than can be expected. So we've landed among a bunch of amazing Norwegian Christians who have just sort of scooped us up and and put us into the uh, brought us into the family and put us right to work and made us part of church and the the ministerial stuff that's going on here. So that's amazing. Um, I mean, I can start with just my perspective on my family. We're doing all right. I think everyone is doing better than than we had hoped. For me, it's it's easy because I'm very excited to to be here. Um, the girls, it's tough. The, the girls are doing really well. They seem mm. to be thriving. Taya, she's just a little Norwegian. It's mm. awesome. Yeah. For some, she's like way blonder than the rest of us too. Mm. She's just <laughs> she's definitely uh, fitting in well. Um, with the kids, it's hard because your kids will understand what's important to you. And they will right. mirror and mimic and respond appropriately. And that's difficult for us, especially uh, knowing I'm so enthusiastic about being here. Like, I don't ever want my girls to be worried that they can't talk to me about a bad day or if they hate it here, right? If it comes to pass that they just hate it and they want to leave, I want them to know that they can talk to me about that and that mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's tough. You know, we know right. other we know other people in the field who their kids didn't tell them until like they were 20 years old, how much they resented them for being missionary kids mm. and, and hated their life abroad and all of that. And that there just, was one story. If I, if I can just tell just very briefly, um, you were talking about a missionary family that mm-hmm. moved. Their son was very young yeah. when they moved and they discovered, I, I, I don't know how long later, like 10 years, yeah. 15 years later, a significant amount of time well, later. I might be deliberately telling that story very vaguely. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So, so very vaguely. Yeah. So when they, the, their, um, their child grew up abroad and they thought everything was great 
and he seemed to be enthusiastic, but they found out later about, about college age that, um, he really resented them and hated every minute of being on the field and all of that. Mm-hmm. And they thought they had an open relationship and they thought that they were the kind of people that you could talk to, that he would be able to talk to and yeah. be open and honest with. And it turned out that was not the case. Mm-hmm. And it's, and that is just, I mean, that is something you're being sensitive with, with your kids I trying, hope so. to, trying to be, yeah. but the idea of that is just, it's hell to me. Like the idea that, mm-hmm. you know, if when Cheery turns 19 or whatever, when she decides to go away for college and, uh, and tells me, by the way, I've always hated this and I resent you and mom and I, I just didn't want to disappoint you. It'd be easy for me because I'm so enthusiastic about being here. Like, And Cheery is so um, sensitive <coughs> and kind about like how she responds to me, right? Like mm-hmm. she would be the one who would not want to make me sad by telling me her sad stuff. So, mm-hmm. But I think we're doing okay with that. I think we're doing well. I talk to the girls regularly. Sometimes I, I twist their ear a little bit about what things are they struggling with. How do you like Norway? What like How's it going? How do you feel? It's great. I love it here. Okay, well, let's talk about that because um, I don't want them to just tell me it's great. I love it here. So I'll ask them, you know, what are this week, like what are your three favorite things and your three least favorite things? And hopefully they're being honest with me about it. I think they are. And I can say, honestly, we're doing our best. But in, so with that context, I think the girls are doing great. Cheery loves it here. She's so excited, enthusiastic about speaking Norwegian. And um, she is in, she starts Norwegian school next year. So this mm. year, third grade, she was in a special class that's introductory to teach you language and culture. So it was just her and a bunch of foreigners. Mm-hmm. And next year, she'll be in just a Norwegian classroom. And then same thing with Celia. Celia, she leaves kindergarten and goes to first grade this year and is going to be in a completely Norwegian class. She's in a Norwegian class now, but all of her teachers sort of speak English and they're not really doing much educational instructional stuff yet. Mm, yeah. So next year it is learning and it is in Norwegian. So, um, wow. Yeah. So, so progress is being made. I, I think we're doing okay. You know, we have our, our good days and our bad days and, mm-hmm. you know, I think Whitney's a little bummed out about the weather lately cause it has, she's used to California sunshine in July mm-hmm. and it's been, from my perspective, been really great. We get the sunshine, but we get like 75 degree days, which is mm. pretty fantastic. Yeah. But we also get 10 days of rain and, uh, you know, Whitney's like, it's been so rainy. And our friends are like, this is a really dry Norwegian summer. Mm. So, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not perfect. It's not what we're used to. It's all, it's all brand new. It's a little bizarre for us. It will just rain randomly. Mm. Like I did that yesterday and then gone. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. I left for, for an errand. I left at noon and I saw that there was rain on the, um, on the, uh, on the weather app, um, mm. said there's rain starting at one o'clock. And I looked, mm. I'm like, weather app, you're always mm. wrong. Because it's always wrong. It literally is I'm always like, you're wrong. always wrong. So I left yeah. in shorts at noon. <laughs> well done. Ran the errand and got out and was waiting for the bus. And in like three minutes, it turned totally gray. And then we had thunderstorms for two hours. Mm-hmm. And then it was bright and sunny and mm-hmm. hot out again. Yeah. <laughs> like turn on the air conditioning hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's been, that's been fun. I, I think I remember a Facebook post you posted just a few months ago, but mm-hmm. like going into spring and then mm-hmm. entering summer, I think it was some, you posted something like, did you know that it, the sun can be completely out and shining and then it rains and then it <laughs> hails in one day in Norway? Oh, yeah. I yeah. do now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. It went from totally bright to, to gray thunderstorm. Like mm-hmm. you would have mm-hmm. thought it had been this way for a week mm-hmm. and then it just disappeared. So, so we're learning, you know, we're, we're, right. Learning our new rhythms and routines. And I think that that is true of the team. Uh, maybe I won't, I'll do my best not to speak for you guys. I think overall, from yeah. my perspective, I mean, I'm ignorant. I don't know how, I don't know what we're supposed to look like or what a good job looks like or whatever, but I can only, I can judge what we're doing and compare that to like what success, effectiveness, like what, like what we should mm. be doing compared compared to that my conception of that I'm really proud of where we're at I mean there yeah. are, we don't know there are things well, like how much do we budget for food I don't know let's see how much we eat you know we can right. we can only do our best and so mm-hmm. we learn together and that helps to shape what perfection or excellence looks like helps to sort of shape that conception of that um and I I think we're doing really well not doing perfectly plenty to work on um mm. I would say Satan's attacking us, but just our own sinful selves attack each other. And that's pretty awful. Right. And, but, um, but God continues to be good and gracious and you guys are, are diligent and, and I think it's going well. Yeah. I'd say it's more or less the same, you know, for my household, right. Which is mm-hmm. right now a household of two, mm-hmm. me and Motown. Um, 
the the way I would answer this question, you know, with people in the U.S. is, is generally very good. Mm. So there are more good days than very challenging days. Mm. Um, and by that I mean like we're very comfortable here. Like God keeps blessing us, like on you know just on top. You know, blessings on top of each other. Like we've got three bookshelves recently. Thank God <laughs> Almighty, I can start buying books again. Maybe, um, <laughs> just all, me and Motown just you know sat in our living room and just looked around. Like, look at all of the free stuff mm-hmm. that like I texted you like the month we got here, and it was mm-hmm. like Cam, I don't know how to turn this you know outfitting allowance mm-hmm. for our apartment into all of the things that we need for an apartment. Yeah, and. I looked around now a year later, I was like, God literally just brought us everything mm-hmm. we needed. Mm-hmm. With, you know, the, I can call, I, I'm calling this guy like to carry bookshelves with me yeah. across, you know, all of the whole Bielsen student, mm-hmm. you know, apartment area. The what? Bielsen. What? Bielsen. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> um, you know, we got free bookshelves, a free bed, a free fridge, a free mm-hmm. microwave. I'm just like, uh, free tables, free chairs, tons of stuff. Mm. Um, it's not like we were sleeping on the floor before. <laughs> I mm. promise. Almost, you Almost. had an intro stopper. We did really. <laughs> I'm just going to brag on the team again to try and take myself out of the equation as much as possible. The team literally did sleep on the floor yeah. like the first mm. week uh, that we got here, um, and that's just because they're awesome and super mm. faithful. And I'm like, what the heck? Why am I sleeping on a I floor? I remember that phone call. I remember like, so IKEA is kind of far away, and they can't <laughs> deliver anything for like a month. So what do we do? I was like. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. So we did. Let me know what you figure out. Opened our mattress toppers, laid them on the floor, mm. sat on the concrete for a, not concrete, but the whatever the yeah. floor part for a half an hour while they mm-hmm. thickened up, and then slept on that. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it was fun. It's it's been a very formative time for us yeah. spiritually. So we've had to learn how to uh, get used to each other. Mm. <laughs> when, you know because. You said it yourself just a second ago, our own sinful selves attack yeah. each other all the time. Mm. Um, but trying to learn how to you know, <clears throat> rely on God and to be in need, but not in want. So mm. that's how the way I put it to saying, mm. and I, I mean, I just kind of, it just kind of fell out of my mouth, but I've been thinking about it. It's like, listen, we're, uh, we're in need, right? God knows that. God knows mm. what our material needs are and our spiritual ones, but we need to not live in want. We need to not live in desire. We need to not mm-hmm. live in, in a sense where it's like, no, God, a bed is mine. Mm-hmm. That, you need, I demand a bed. Like I need a bed now and I'm going to yeah. go, I don't know, sell a guitar to go get a bed because I need it now. It's like, no, no, no. I trust God and God will bring me the things that I need and he cares for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it was just something I was thinking about reading, you know, things like in the Sermon on the Mount and obviously Psalm 23. Um, and I think that really just speaks for the whole team, just that, you know, uh, I can speak hopefully to your experience, maybe from an outside perspective. Um, you guys have a child on the way that requires more space, more living space. Mm. Um, it requires, you know, separate bedrooms for a child to take naps in. Um, and it just needs more space. And you guys lived in that need, but we're also content with what you had and we're willing to make it work no matter what. And God just brought what you needed at the mm. right time mm. at the right, in the right location. And um, that's just been, uh, that's what's characterized our experience here. And that's just yeah. one of the things that makes me go back, you know, step back and just be like, wow, like God has been faithful and provided. Mm-hmm. So generally very, very good. God's been very, very faithful. And we're uh, very, very stoked about our calling here. Yeah. And, you know, even in the midst of challenging days, we learn to rely on God and we learn to rely on our friends and uh, learn to rely on uh, his calling and his blessings that he's already given us to show us that this is where he wants us. Mm. Um, but we've been doing really, really good. Mm. What about you guys? How you been doing? Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't, you kind of hinted at it there. Um, but we have moved to a new place. Um, and, um, I don't, I told you guys the other day that I literally feel too blessed to be stressed, <laughs> um, which I know is a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, that, well, we've made a joke of a thing that like people really say, um, but I, I'm going to be one of those people really saying it right now. <laughs> That's all right. Because <laughs> this exact yeah, at this exact moment in life, like um, yeah, just God's blessings and provision um, for the team as a whole, mm-hmm. um, but for Grace and I and our little family unit specifically, just like I like I can't even uh, lift my eyes when I think about it. 
because I'm just like, you know, God, you're way too good and like kind. Like it's, mm-hmm. we deserve the worst. <laughs> and like, why are you providing so much? Um, and it was funny, like when we started to search for an apartment, which was a whole journey, um, the, I talked to Cam about like their apartment search when they first got here. Cause they were in a situation, I think you had a month mm-hmm. to find a place. Um, and so it was a similar kind of situation they were put in as we were. And I was like, so like any tips and tricks? Like, what do I, what do I say to the people that are renting out to mm-hmm. get them to even respond? Cause I couldn't, like, we couldn't even get responses from people that we, yeah, yeah the rental market here is crazy. Yeah. Like, the housing in Oslo is especially right now is just insane. If you've mm. got a place to rent or sell, you get a thousand emails about it that day. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's run through Craigslist, like yeah. Norway's version of Craigslist, basically. Yeah. Um so yeah, I asked Cam for tips and tricks. And he was like, Nope, I had none. Like God yeah. did it. <laughs> God showed up and got us the place. Yeah. Um and everything just kind of fell into place. And I was like, Well, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Those are hard conversations to have. You're like, Cam, we're starting to yeah. we're, like we really want to be faithful. We want to listen to God, but, but like, the, but like Grace is pregnant. Grace and is, we're like, freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Grace is pregnant. We're freaking out. And there's a there's an like there's a the there's a finish line. Right? Like mm. there's a there there's a line we have to cross, and it's coming fast. Mm. And yeah, I had nothing for you. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, you know, I, I, I tell you, I know this is really easy to say, mm. uh, but just trust God some more. Okay, talk mm. to you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was um, that was like particularly um, just, I don't know, funny or like a big piece of this whole us getting a new place story because you said that and I totally didn't think that was the situation we were in. Like yeah. I, I thought we were in a situation where like, okay, God's going to make us wait and work for it. Mm-hmm. So like we were in wait and work for it mode. Um, and then God totally did the same thing that he mm-hmm. did with you guys um, with us. Like there was only one place that any of the doors open, mm-hmm. like, no other place um, even opened their door to us possibly moving into there. And one place, just every door opened and moved very quickly. And it was easy. And mm-hmm. yeah, so praise God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, there's one thing you said too about like seeing the furniture in like in the home um, and how that just like has settled us um, that I like. I think is really important. So turning this from a place where, cause like we're bombarded constantly with our parents and friends and people who don't know exactly what we're up to in Norway, like mm-hmm. asking us, when are you guys coming home? Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. not to like dive into that too early, but right. just, um, we obviously have that pressure like in our own hearts mm-hmm. and souls and, um, we also have it coming in from other people. Um, but like when I look up and when we lived in the same place, like literally the same place that hey, yeah, you guys much. lived in, mm-hmm. um, and looked up and saw the furniture, like I had the same experience of just like seeing this shell, uh, or a place that once looked like a shell where I just slept on the concrete basically, like seeing it actually look and feel like a home, mm-hmm. I think is a real like, um, I don't know, like it, God's at work there making this, not just in our own hearts, like where his spirit's convincing us, like, nope, I've sent you here, this is home. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, like God's bringing about this feeling like home. And like you said, Kim, we've almost at this point lived here as a married couple for longer than we lived in our apartments um, mm-hmm. in the U.S. as a married couple. So like more and more, it's becoming like a physical reality Yeah, that this is home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's just been really um, cool and helpful. And just like, I don't know, like it, it would feel weird. We've talked, (laughs) we've said that a thousand times, but yeah. Yeah. So, so let's get into that. Um, Cause uh, we really wanted, I mean, so the, how you guys are doing, Obviously, is the first thing they ask, right? And it's mm. really it really comes down to I think two more questions that really just come just all the time. And so mm. let's talk about our favorite one to answer: When are you guys coming home? 
<laughs> so yeah. we get asked, I got asked a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you did, but uh, <laughs> this one would just say, listen to any episode of the podcast mm-hmm. and we'll right. explain it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll answer that for you. So we talked about that a lot, but uh, the answer to you answered it a lot. I've answered mm-hmm. it once or twice. Uh, you, if this is your first uh, time so, watching, if your first uh, time participating right. in Word First Radio, we're home. Right. We already are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so when are you coming home? Uh, there's, I think, a misconception among especially our, our church family who didn't really get to hear uh, much detail about what it is that we're mm. up to. This mm. idea that we're on a trip that we'll be returning from. Yeah. And that is not how any of us are approaching what we're doing. We've been called by God to Norway. Mm-hmm. And if we are uh, called somewhere else or able to go, whatever, like whatever that looks like later, like maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll go, but <laughs> it was never the sense that we're coming temporarily. Mm, it's that we're coming permanent as permanently as God wants us here. But it was never, never with the intention. It was never a rebound, right? There was never mm. an intention that we're going to be there for a time and then come back to California. It was always with the intention that, okay, God, we're we're going to Norway, and then what comes next? Whatever it is that God has for us next. But I think what's interesting is the more we're here, and I don't want us to talk. Well, this will be maybe a podcast episode, or maybe not. But I don't, I don't like offer this to us for us to talk about it. Yeah. But the longer I'm here, the more I realize we just need to be here. Like there's mm-hmm. there's an endless uh, gospel work to be to done. Be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've been getting that sense yeah, too. We've end- talked about it mm-hmm. several times in private about yeah. all of the opportunities for ministry, yeah. both within and with and outside of the church. Yeah. And so it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. So it's there. Lot. So I think there there will at least at least for the duration of our lifetimes there will be work. Uh, there will be legitimate gospel work for us to do here. So. So yeah, so when are we when are we coming home? We have made Oslo our home and we're doing the best we've we've done that physically. We're doing the best for this to be our spiritual and our our emotional home and the place that our heart calls home. Mm-hmm. Um but there is no plan to go back to California or the United States. There's no plan to go anywhere else. Um if God calls any of us to any of those places, I hope we'll be faithful enough to follow his voice. Um but unless and until that happens, here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how your experience was with this, but like for me, like kind of clarifying for that for people, like during this trip, mm. when they asked me, they're like, Oh, so you're back? Or like, how long are you staying out there for? And mm. like, I would always answer with things like, Well, I'm on a vacation mm-hmm. to California. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is my vacation, mm. and then I'm going home. And yeah. so, explaining it that way to mm. people, I felt like for me, like really cemented it in their brains. Like, mm. like, no, no, no. I live in Europe, I live mm-hmm. in Norway, I live in Oslo, and I'm here visiting my family on vacation, mm-hmm. which is weird to say because, yeah. I mean, California is where we grew up and have lived our whole lives. So is, did you feel like taking this vacation did kind of help some people or the people you interacted with kind of get the picture? Like, oh, yeah. wow, he's there for real. They're living out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't um, I didn't come up with that uh, clever like way to fast forward the understanding to them. Like, hey, I'm on vacation right now. Mm-hmm. Like, how clever! I wish is. that I came up with that. <laughs> um, but I was just kind of like yeah. blunt with it. I was like, "What? Do you realize where you? I am not home. Like, my home <laughs> yeah. is over there. Like, yeah. why haven't? If you're wondering that, like, right now, then like, why didn't you ask me where I've been for the past few weeks or whatever, mm-hmm. or for the past few months, yeah, almost, almost year. year? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I was just kind of blunt with it with people. Um, and especially like with our church family back home, like yeah. I, anyone who asked me that question, I was mm. like, "What are you doing? Why are you mm. asking me this question? <laughs> you should know the answer to this." Yeah, um, yeah. So obviously, uh, we have a baby right now, mm. and we still haven't uh, hopped on a boat to take us back to America. So <laughs> right. this is home. Once upon a time, only, if you, if you ask way. Google for directions, like yeah. from California to Oslo. It would give you directions to New York and then tell you to jump on a jet ski. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was so, I don't know if it still does, but that was so good. Yeah, we're here. We're here. We're home. Yeah. And I guess I'm not irritated by the question um, or frustrated at people for asking it because they mm. love us and they just want to know. But it is a yeah. little disheartening and, and a little discouraging that it just isn't generally known what it is that we're doing here. Mm. That people still have the have the expectation that there's that we're on a trip that mm-hmm. you know that we have returned. That, like we bought one way tickets. Mm. Right, and, <laughs> that was and, crazy. Well, and, Wasn't that crazy? Yeah. That was like I I remember literally paying for the tickets and going. Yeah. we're buying. We were all together way tickets happened. to Oslo. Is that crazy? Yeah, yeah. We were all together in uh, your parents' living room when uh-huh. that happened. Yep. Isn't that great? Cam sold his house and lived in his parents' house, <laughs> and this isn't home. Yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> 
Back home, yeah. 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 When are you going home? Oh, my <laughs> parents, I don't know, when they have another bed. Well, and to um, kind of share it like more from our perspective, mm. um, just like being very honest about the trip out here and everything. Mm. Um, not a trip. I don't know why I said that word. The journey. Um, but yes, us getting here, like how that happened. Um, being like one of the crew members who mm. were um, under... Pastor Cam, I don't, you yeah. you hate all of that yeah, kind of language. Do. We don't being really on the team, something yeah. like that. Being yeah. on the team that you're the leader of, um, like my experience was basically like totally God carried us here, mm-hmm. and I like mm-hmm. we did some stuff. In reality, we had to do stuff to get our paperwork and all mm-hmm. these things together. We flew to Chicago to yeah. Oh man, so oh, man. we did we did stuff, but like. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it really felt like God just carried us here yeah. and that there wasn't much um, work that I had to actually take up to mm. do or I didn't have to go and, well, we did do stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. at the yeah. same time, like, um, when I think about it, like, I really just have the sense of, like, God brought us here yeah. and there'd be mm-hmm. no way that, like, I would be calling this home right now if it wasn't God who brought us over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for me, like, the... Um, like you said, we don't know if there's an expiration date for mm-hmm. any of us. Like if God does want us here for uh, a few years, even though there's an endless amount of work to do here. Yeah. Like if that's a thing, then that's up to God mm-hmm. and up to us to hear him and follow him. Um, but what we do know is God Almighty certainly brought us here. Right. And like mm-hmm. our feet would not be on the soil right now. And our bookshelves wouldn't be on Norwegian soil yeah, yeah, yeah. unless God moved us here. Yeah. So, like, as people following <laughs> yeah. God, it's just like, oh, well, yeah, it's yeah. like asking the Where? Israelites on the other side of the Red Sea, like, when are you guys going back? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh man, God has brought us here. It's just like that. But I like, never thought about it like that. <laughs> God has brought us here. Yeah, and then it was like a week later. They well, and just so keeping I mean, it. If he opens it again, then sure, I'll go back. <laughs> yeah, right? they all just drowned. Yeah. <laughs> well, and is keeping us here, right? Yeah, I yeah. think I said one time on a podcast, we get handed reasons to leave all the time. Mm-hmm. Like so, in the midst of challenges, like, and we will have uh, an episode very soon because a very special date is coming up where we celebrate all of the things that God has done in the time we've been out here so far. But in, at least in general terms, for now. God has been keeping us here with those blessings on top of blessings, but mm-hmm. also just like carrying us through the challenges and just being yeah. all like, listen, I got you. I brought you across the mm-hmm. Red Sea. You don't have to complain. The quail is going to fall from the sky and you're mm-hmm. going to get your manna. You're going to get your quail. Like, it's fine. I got you. I know what you need. I'm going to keep you here. Mm-hmm. And so like when you just like stand back in awe and you're like, like God brought us here, like, and he's not opening that Red Sea <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. to make us go back. And yeah. I mean, we just have to be uh, faithful and what God is telling us right now, um, as we're doing the uh, the best we can to discern what God is, God wants of us mm-hmm. and who he wants us to work with and where he wants us to live and be and remain. And as far as we can discern, we are not going back to California. Yeah. And, and so unless God calls us back, we're not coming back. Right. There, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's no, there's no back. Like, yeah, yeah there was never was a back. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Not, right. Yeah. Well, and just end back is like um, one God would have to part the Red Sea uh, to like avoid it being extremely expensive because yeah, none of us can afford impossible. to. Yeah, <laughs> right. So like it'd be against wisdom and against what we perceive as God's calling to move back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. right now. So yeah, um, but oh, also I'm going to say just yeah. one more time. Sure, that was that was never our intention, right? So yeah. the intention was never, you know, eventually we'll see, we'll see how as like, we'll be at there as long as we need to be. And then, and then back to Temecula. Mm. Like it was always, we we've moved, we've moved to Oslo. Mm. So it's like asking, you know, we have uh, friends who are moving away from California all the time. Like you're not calling them up and asking, when are you coming back? It's like, mm-hmm. no, we moved, we moved. And now we have a, we have a new life here. But for us, of course, there's a different context. That actually sounded kind of rude. I, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to sound that way. Like you wouldn't call your other friends in essence. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean it like that, but I just meant that it was the same, um, uh, same similar context. We've mm-hmm. moved, we've moved and now we're home. Yeah. And there's one more, like, uh, I don't know, one more perspective. I wanted to add to that thought, which is, um, the thing that we're here for. And like the thing that God called and sent us to and has provided like, for us to be here and take part in is 
a mission that doesn't belong at all to us. Like mm-hmm. it's the mission of getting the gospel out in um, this country that desperately needs the gospel mm. and a ton of it. Um, mm-hmm. So the mission that we're at work on here um, has already been going without us. Yeah. And it lives far beyond us, mm-hmm. whether that means us like being alive or mm-hmm. whether that means us being physically located somewhere. Yeah. So just the thing that we're here for is the, and the thing that you listening to the podcast or anyone supporting us in any way, like the, th- the mission that you should be behind isn't us and what we're up to mm-hmm. necessarily. It's the gospel work that needs to happen in this um, city. Mm-hmm. And just our way of going about it right now is acquiring culture. <laughs> yeah. Someday we'll be planning churches. Um, but yeah, it's a mission that far outlasts us. Yeah. So even if um, God takes us away, then like mission's still going. So you guys can still be rooting for Norway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Because gospel work don't stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. So uh, <laughs> to kind of close out the conversation, we'll get just this last question. You wanted to jump right into it, and that's fine. Uh, I love that. I love the enthusiasm. Um, uh, people want to know, how is the mission going? That So, you know, it, the mission's been happening in Norway long before we got here, mm-hmm. and it will far outlive us. I love how you put that. Um, how, how's our ministry doing? How are we doing just in terms of mission? Like, mm-hmm. How do you feel about the progress we've made so far? If, yeah, if I don't any. really, I don't really even want to talk about it. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. I'm not really excited. About it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank so, you for yeah, tuning just, into this episode <laughs> of Word First Ministries. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe. Okay, anyways, I yeah. asked Cam a question the other day, just like, "Hey, so this thing that we're going to do eventually, like, how, comma, why, <laughs> question mark." And he went on for like an hour. And then like an hour later. <laughs> so, it wasn't, oh gosh, what was it? It was even a smaller, like the question was so yeah. small. It was, um, no, I asked you, we, I asked you, well, we've been in our oh, chapter, yes. we've been reading the Beatitudes. Matthew 5. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, like, hey, how's Matthew 5 going? Yeah. We're, we're having coffee. I was like, what are you, so tell me what you're learning from Matthew 5. And you didn't have a whole lot to say. And he said, what about you? What do you have learning from Matthew 5? Somehow <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got to church planning and all that. Yeah. I got to everything. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I will dedicate 10 minutes to conversation <laughs> for this. <laughs> So how's the ministry doing? Yeah. It, we don't know what it's, it's hard. Like I said, it's hard, it's a hard question to answer because we have certain ideals and a certain vision and that we're, that we're working toward and we're kind of discovering what it's supposed to look like a little bit also. So yeah. how we're doing depends on like our, our distance to goal mm. and goal comes more and more into focus the, the longer that we're here. So how is the ministry doing? I think, I think really well. Um, Again, like I said, not without challenges. I think uh, I'll speak personally, and, and maybe this is true of you guys too. What's hard is learning to see stuff that doesn't seem like work as work. Mm. So the way I put mm-hmm. it before is like, I'm a move the rock guy. So it's like, okay, we got to get this rock moved. And I recognize that we have teams that aren't obviously, do, like don't have their hands on the rock, but are mm-hmm. obviously related to the rock moving that are valuable. Uh, so, so I get all of that. But it's hard to see some of the things that like it's not hand to the rock work, seeing how it's it's more like tool building work. So mm-hmm. we can we can all put our hands on it. We can push real hard and, and break our backs and die without having moved it very far. Or we can build some rollers and shovels and levers and things so that we can move the so we can move the rock far fast. And but we have to invest in the beginning to building those tools. So a lot of what the ministry is doing, we've talked about this in past episodes, mm-hmm. we have. is tool building. So our, our highest um, practical priority, apart from, of course, um, following Jesus closely and, and all of that. So uh, our highest practical priority in terms of the mission is learning to speak Norwegian yeah. and becoming, um, and just growing in cultural understanding. Mm-hmm. So understanding what people are actually like and, and having an idea about the the values and mm. the priorities of the people that we're among. That's, it's hard for me to view those things as work. So like some of our work mm. is we need to make friends with mm. Norwegians, like with lots of them make legitimate friends and, and try to learn to understand people. Like friendship isn't a job. Like <laughs> <laughs> what's my job? Um, it is when you're sharing the gospel. It is when you're sharing, yeah. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so becoming, mm. 
becoming adept in culture and language, I think is our highest priority. And we're getting, we're making, we're making strides and we're getting better. We've been here almost a year. We're doing well. Um, but then we also have a bunch of stuff that looks like hand to the rock work that God is involving us in mm-hmm. by way of our church and our denomination, all kinds of stuff. So, um, so yeah, so we, we'll, you'll yeah. continue to hear more about that and what evangelism looks like for us on a weekly basis and discipleship and our, our church groups, our church is called home church. And then during the week we meet in people's homes and we call that house church. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, we'll be glad to sort of answer specific questions anytime, right? So like text any of us, email, go to the, our, our webpage, wordfirst.us. You can mm-hmm. find all of our emails email us if you don't if i'll just tell you it's just our first name at wordfirst.us mm-hmm. send an email right. to whoever <laughs> whoever you want to email we <laughs> love when you contact us yeah. it really does help to breathe life into the mission come visit us like i really appreciate bailey when you said that like if you want to know come and see um my folks have come mama grace has come mm-hmm. and i think there's something about them seeing what's going on mm-hmm. here like my my parents um they miss us they especially miss the girls yeah but they're like seeing what's happening in Norway, you guys have to be there. Like, we get it. We love you. We'll we'll figure out how to visit you as often as possible. Please don't make it a priority to come back to California if you guys need to be there. Um, so coming in and, like, seeing what's going on. By the way, you can come out as short-term missionaries. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll put you to work. Um, you can come and visit and not be put to work, and that's fine. We'll yeah. show you around town. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I guess I'm, I'm meandering a little bit, but it's not for it's not to, it's not in order to sure. be vague. It's just that how is the ministry doing? It's a tough question. Personally, I think we're it doing okay. Question. We can see where we need to grow. I think we're on track. I think that in general, um, we're being faithful and diligent, but imperfect. Which you guys all know we're imperfect, right? Right. That <laughs> that wasn't that's Sorry. not unexpected. <laughs> um, with and being thrown. Uh, being thrown curveballs like, oh my goodness, we're pregnant. That's mm. that's a, that's a, well, that was unexpected. All of us? Yeah, <laughs> all of us at once. That was unexpected and definitely uh, helps to sh- it, it change the shape and texture of of what day to day looks like here. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, that sounds like a non answer. I don't mean to be political yeah. about it. It kind of is a non answer, but I think mm. yeah, I'll just say that we're doing well. We're doing well, being faithful, being diligent, getting better at the things that we need to be getting better at, and. Um, I have um, a summary. If like a, a good thing could be for me to blast through this really quick summary, mm-hmm. and then for you guys to like correct anything that needs correction. <laughs> correct. Like if I just totally good. made something up, just be like, nope, that's a lie. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, it's, yeah, go for it. Why okay. Not? Um, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna blaze yeah, just read through it. this. Here we go. Um, so so far, we have entered into the country, which means they're not going to kick us out. We're here mm-hmm. to say, boom, amen. Um, that was really important. Yeah, we don't. This wasn't our country. But we're renewing this year, right? You guys are all the students are renewing this year. Yeah, they so might kick us out again. They might kick us out again, <laughs> but we're good until that happens. So yeah. <laughs> please, please be praying for us over the next couple of months. Um, we've learned that uh, it's hard to measure like our language progress so far, but mm-hmm. I would say we've learned the basics of the language. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, for example, um, Ray Howell, mm-hmm. our buddy. Uh, the most wicked bass player at the orchard. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, before we moved away, asked me one week, he was like, hey, learn to count to 10 in Norwegian. And then the next week I showed up and totally failed. I got to like <laughs> four. Um, mm-hmm. But then this time when I went back on our trip, um, I ran up to Ray at church and I was like, hey, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I just went to French. Sorry. Okay. I think French is yeah. So, but I counted to twenty. Yes, yeah. you're welcome. I, I know. I'm sorry. That was so good. That was so awful. Um. Anyways, uh, I counted to twenty for mm. Ray. I d- actually did in Norwegian, um, and then like introduced myself, told him a little bit of mm-hmm. stuff in Norwegian. But just like that was really cool. Mm. Um, like an awesome moment to realize that for us, like we legitimately. Or another thing was I was reading a manual, mm-hmm. um, and for some reason they didn't have a manual in English, but they had it in all these different languages. And I realized that my preference was Norwegian mm-hmm. of all these languages. And yeah. like, it's just cool. Like we have a language at this point that we can wiggle around in. Yeah. So, um, we can at learned, least order kebab. Yeah. That's, that's right. At least. <laughs> at least. <laughs> that was probably the first. That's like thing. milestone one. Yeah. Um, so we've learned the basics of the language enough to stumble around in most conversations where Norwegian would probably cringe as they heard our grammatical pronunciation and other mistakes. Uh, but enough that they could communicate 
uh, or that we could communicate basic information effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we made tons of friends of the church that is um, long called Norway home. So not just uh, the people at home church, but other churches in the mm-hmm. city. Um, we have friends all throughout the city who are yeah. um, true Christians chasing after Jesus and sharing him with others. Um, we joined a church and this one is gigantic. Like it really, like it can't be overstated how huge joining home church is um, as a step in our uh, mission. Mm. Um, right now we're still learning the language. Um, we're taking part in ministry as ordinary church members, both in home church and in other churches. For some reason, Jake is going across <laughs> the nation to lead worship for a couple conferences. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a thing. One conference, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're, um, it's gonna be yeah, fun. taking up ministry opportunities. And the other thing we're doing right now is looking for the rest of our team for what comes next, which mm-hmm. is, um, eventually leaving home church, um, to plant our first missional community. Yeah. Yeah. So, any corrections? No. Besides Un. Yeah. Besides Un. Actually, the truth is, I think you maybe sold, sold yourselves short a little bit with language. So, so yeah, it's true. Maybe, maybe you're advanced basic or something like that. Or sure. You know, kebab Norwegian. But, um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's good. Thank you for putting that list Well, we together. have on like Saturday mornings, we always get together for breakfast. The whole mm-hmm. team has had conversations only in Norwegian mm-hmm. before, like mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah. Right, and yeah. you said that, that. You said that with yeah. mm. that might be a little. That <laughs> yeah. might be a little generous, but it, yeah, sorry. we are speaking. Nor- we are quali- snacking some Norse I'll together. Quali- <laughs> I'll qualify that. We've been having advanced basic conversations yeah. in Norwegian yeah. together. I thought that was great, Bailey. I, I think that um, and the details, the particulars, the things that um, you might have understated, um, we will flesh out. We've got like conveniently, we have a platform, a weekly podcast mm. that comes out unless we're sick. Um, Are you promoting we, the podcast on the podcast? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Why don't you take a second and plug your podcast on this yeah. podcast? <laughs> Where we talk about those things, you know, and we, and we dive into that. We dive into our journey. And it was really nice having these reflections from California yeah. um, about our mission, what we're doing here, our purpose, and God's faithfulness. So uh, I appreciated this conversation. This Aww. was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for doing this with me. Um, and you guys for doing this with us experiencing this podcast thank you for tuning in and we look forward to seeing you again next week god bless thank you so much for listening to word first radio if you like the podcast please like share and subscribe if you want to learn more about word first and how you can support the ministry spiritually and financially check us out at wordfirst.us we hope you've enjoyed this episode of word first radio and we'll see you again next week god bless